gentlemen, you have just tuned in to the pre-show. We're back. The pre-show is where I talk to Dan about all the things that he's cooking. All the things that he's making in life. All the things that I'm cooking? <laughs> the fuck? You're cooking and such. All these wonderful, amazing culinary Welcome art. to Dan's but Recipes hey, Podcast. <laughs> hey, dog. Okay, explain to the listeners what you cook. What you cook sounds like straight out of a Paul Simon song. What did you use to, <laughs> to, to cook the meat? <laughs> I used a little, uh, I didn't use parsley, but I did use some sage, some rosemary, and some thyme. For my prime rib, my what? wonderful prime rib that I made. I didn't think people actually did that, dude. I thought well, they only did it like in the in the medieval times. Do you have rosemary and thyme, Nate? No. <laughs> like, what? Nobody uses that anymore. Everyone uses it. I'm telling you, man. It's the ho- it's the on, holiday dude. it's the holiday uh, herb, man. This is the herbs you use on the holidays. Turkey, all that. Except I was just using it for some prime rib. It was bomb too. Bro, Loved it. I, I saved you a piece, I man. You want say, some? Um, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. <laughs> you freaking vegetarian. I dare say you you are the only person in your circle that uses rosemary and thyme. In my circle? Yes. Your immediate circle. I'm such a hermit. It's more of a half circle. But yeah, you probably are right. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if any of my friends truly cook outside of like throwing a tri-tip on on the weekend or something like that. You know what? Isn't that would you consider that when someone says I cook, they're like, "Oh, what do you like?" Oh, you know our barbecue tri-tip. In your brain, do you say that's not really cooking, or do you say that's cooking? No, I think it's cooking because you can put love into it. Really? I want to get a little better with working in the kitchen instead of like outside the kitchen. You know what I mean? No, I. What do you mean? That's my lane is outside on my grill, but I need to get better at doing everything else too. So I'm that's that's one of the things. That's one of the things, Steve, that I'm going to be doing for this new year. That's the first of oh. my New Year's resolution. Happy New Year, everybody. Just thought I'd yes. say that. What is your New Year? That's a, this is a great one for the pre-show. What is your New Year resolution, dude? I've got several, actually. Hit me. I don't know if they're necessarily resolutions, because I've been talking about this shit for a long time. It's just like I, I finally feel like I need to get off my ass. Let's see. Uh, first of all, man, living healthy. Because, mm. ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what about this guy, okay? <laughs> I have always been in pretty decent shape. Pretty, pretty slim, dude. You know, I had a little bit of muscle on me. And, and even when I didn't really have muscle, it was never quite like funky atrophy. But ever since my goddamn surgery in May, I have been a bump on a log. I have gained 20 pounds, Steve. 20 pounds since May. Are you fucking kidding me? 20 pounds, bro. And, and here's the deal, too. It's like, it's like, you're laughing at me, man. That's messed up. You know, at first I was kind of like, okay, well... I kind of have a little bit, like every once in a while the, the, the gut will swell and then it goes right back down again. But I, it's always coming right off, you know? Like if I gain five pounds on Monday, I'm cool by Friday kind of thing. Yes, Chalk it yes. off to water weight or whatever. Of course, yeah. yeah. But bro, these days, like putting on my, <laughs> putting on my clothes, I'm like, oh, okay, my pants are still cool. They, they, they don't, they, they feel fine. And then I button it up. Okay, we're still cool. And then I zip it up and then the pants get tight in the ass. Cause you know, stop, <laughs> stop! I swear, I swear, bro, I'm not kidding. I'm not like, oh, I'm so fat. My thighs. I don't mean like that. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I, you I, I gained 20 freaking pounds, man. So all of that but shit is coming But do you off. see it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could fake it out. I could fake people out and just wear like a baggy or shirt or something. But trust me, my lady's horrified. No, she's not That's horrified. Not I'm just kidding. But here's the thing. One thing you do have, like, you have a barely chest. So that offsets you <laughs> like gaining weight. You have a barely chest. So that offsets your, um, like if you did get a stomach, 
your chest will compensate and so it doesn't seem like you really have a oh i see stomach. what you're saying i see what you're saying like if i had like a concave chest and it just make it yeah, like makes the belly stick out more yes oh okay never considered my chest barely man thank you yeah you but, have a barely uh, chest Thanks. I, I don't even I know if that's that a good that's thing. That's a prominent thing on you. I, I'm pretty sure if you ask someone else, they'll be like, "Yeah, you do have a <laughs> oh, that guy with the barely chest." Yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Yes, <laughs> the guy with the. You know what I noticed, dude? You you shaved your goatee, bro. What's up? Um, wow, you're really paying attention these days, man. I'm just saying. I see you often, and I'm <sighs> just like, you know, homeboy shaved his goatee. It was looking smooth. You know what, man? I think I'm just dealing with the whole aging process a little bit. I want to try and keep it looking a little bit young. I want to look a little more young is all I'm saying. So if I can fake out people, even better. You know what I mean? You can, dude. No one knows how old you are. Well, I'm also now I'm starting to sound like Tommy Wiseau or something like that. You know, No one knows how old this man is. <laughs> For real. I'm just trying to. You know what? I'm willing to accept that I might be approaching a midlife crisis. What? Well, no, I don't mean like I'm in a, win, a midlife crisis, but I feel like, you know, it's getting that time. Like, shouldn't that shit be kicking in at some point? Isn't that what's supposed to happen? I mean, I thought it was sports cars and stuff. I can't afford sports cars, bro. I don't want the fucking... That's not true. Stop it. Stop it. That is Let's not, not go no. there. My, new re, my other New Year's resolution is to uh-huh. keep Steve Hudson off my finances. Because <laughs> <laughs> I work fucking hard for that shit. I've got no. You really do. <laughs> Gee, you work hard, dog. Like you, 16 hours is crazy. That yeah. is crazy. It's another reason why I'm all uh, atrophied, dude, and have no time to go to the gym. You really don't, Gee. Because, I mean, if, if I'm at work from 8 to 4.30 or 7 to 3.30, during the day I couldn't get, like, comfy knowing that I'm about to, like, get off work because I know that, well, I still have another 8 to go. I wouldn't even feel comfortable. This dude's That's insane. Crazy. He gets off at two o'clock in the in the morning and goes uh-huh. straight to the gym. Yes. You work out for how long? An hour and a half. Hour and a half. Then you go home. So now we're at about what time? I would say four o'clock by the time you get home, yeah. all said and four, done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what? I play music till six and then I go to bed. You just play music doing what? Like just yeah. doing stuff around your house? Like playing music. No, oh, like you play in, like, music. Like you like actually sit down and practice. Doing studio stuff, yes. Oh, that's dope. Then I go to sleep at 6 o'clock. And uh, the only day that it's not like that is like on Friday night. And Friday nights is when I normally start getting things ready for uh, our Sunday. So that I have the news. I'm like, okay, Friday morning or Saturday morning is kind of, I'm not going to miss anything really big on Sunday. So I can get all that stuff out of the way. Oh, I noticed like during the week, you're, you're usually waking up around like what? One o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yes. Yep. So, I so why seven? Is that why you wake up so early on the weekends then is just to take care of business? Cause yep. What time it. are you usually up? 11? Oh dude. Uh, on the weekends about 11 or 12. That ain't bad for your schedule. Cause I want to enjoy the weekend. I want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy the whole day. I hear That's you there, all. brother. I hear you there. I mean, that I, from, for, I was thinking, dude. Are we on the other side? Of what? Like we climb the hill in our th- from zero to 30 years old. Are we on the other side on the hill down? I don't think you're quite there yet, dude. How old are you again? 39? Yeah, about to be 40. Sorry if I outed your age on there. but uh, No, no biggie. Yeah, I think you're not there yet. Now my ass you don't think so? is already driving down the road. 
Do you think so? I don't think you are either. See, I don't see that, but I'm wondering, are we just not really, you know, looking admitting at it the to ourselves? It, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm fully admitting it, man. You think you're on the other side of the hill, dude? No. I mean, like, I, I feel like I, I still have some shit to do, but... Yes. But if I'm you saying, go like, by if you go by like the the unspoken chart of yes, over the hill, I believe it starts yes. at forty. That's when people start being dicks and giving you like the uh, the uh, blackened balloons and shit like oh, that. That say over the hill, dude. which I never got any of that stuff. But no, nah, man, I don't really that, feel. Dude? I honestly think that this year I'm I'm really trying to like make myself better. And I know that sounds really stupid. This is January first, so <clears throat> whenever we put this out, it's January first right now. So obviously, people say things like this all the time. But mm-hmm. I have been working towards this, and I'm telling you, maybe it's this, it's not the right way of looking at it. I'm going to be one of those people right now and say that I'm actually going to ride this wave to u- like to use it to. I want to blend in. I want to be able to go to the gym with the out of shape people and just kind of blend in. And so when they're like, "Oh, look at all those New Year's Eve resolution fuckers over there," sure. But I'm in the midst. It's like I'm in the middle of them. You know what I mean? It's not like yes. look at that guy. So I'm totally. using this year to make myself better because I don't think that I'm on the ass end of it. But if you go by what people say. You know, over 40, yeah, it's going to happen. Well, we got to also keep in mind that, like, you know, Jay-Z's 48, The Rock is, like, 47. Now it's a different... I mean, even Jay-Z said it years ago where he said 30 is the new 20. He wasn't lying. Like, that's a... When he was saying it, he had his finger on the pulse, and it's true. Like, 30 wasn't as big a deal as, as it used to be. It Dave was Grohl's new, 48 oh, years old, man. Look at that who? guy. Dave Grohl. Oh, dude. Doesn't, dude, let me tell you something. I'm going to say a lot about Dave Grohl today, so we're probably going to, I mean, I have a lot to say about stuff that I gleamed off of him from a totally different perspective, because remember, I was in the soul, you know, James, even James Taylor, uh, uh, Joni Mitchell, all those cats, they thought differently because they were from a flower child time. Yeah. Their their ideas of wisdom at, at youth was different from what Dave Grohl being around now, his idea of giving uh, wisdom is. Because back then, they're just like, hey, just sit outside, play the guitar, you're going to get signed. That's the, hey, that happened, uh, you know, sometimes people just get signed being discovered at a random coffee house. Dave Grohl's gives a lot of different in the age of American Idol. His his philosophies and his um, opinions on things make a bit different, are a bit different than how it used to be for them. So it's really good looking at a different side of music and a different point of view of how he says, look, you know, he hates that American Idol stuff, dude. I can't stand it myself. I don't like it. Dude. I never watched, but I never thought it was a good idea. I thought there's a reason that, um, have you ever read that? Uh, everyone says this, of uh, the book, The Tipping Point. I don't even know what that um, is. By Malcolm Gladwell. Um, it's it's about, a, 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 a it's, it's basically a, a book about the theory of, how does someone go from they sell 100,000 copies, 100,000 copies, then out of nowhere selling 25 million? What is that tipping point? And he actually goes deep and tells you this is what happened. This person is what happened. Them buying the CD was the tipping point. Or why is it that all these hockey players that were born on this month, why do they all go pro? What tipping point is that? Why is August, why is that random month the reason that all these people born in August go to the pros and he, and he dove in and finds what's that tipping point. And, um, so if you, if you check that out, I think, um, that book is going to be right up your alley, dude. Cause you like those sort of, 
weird information sort of, you know, uh, things like that. So check out that book, man. I will. I agree with you. I do like that kind of stuff. And I'm still trying to figure yes. out when, when our tipping point's going to happen here, man. I think it's 2018. And it happens. It all of a sudden hits critical mass. Like, you'll see out of nowhere. But the thing is, uh, like he explains in the book, there's people that are, um, I don't know what, I forgot what he called them, but their circle spans further. Even though they only know three people, for some reason, this person that's in the center of it, their circle goes critical mass all the time. Whenever they hear something, all of like, say, whenever this one person in Edison hears something, everyone in Edison hears it for some reason. Because he just knows the right, or she knows the right people. She doesn't mean to, and she doesn't know she's that person. But she just happens to be that person. They're like, there's people like that everywhere. And when I mean, they hear something, it all of a sudden hits critical mass. It only takes one spark to start a flame, right? That's it. You know, like a, you know, like a moth to a flame burned by the fire is what I like to say. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, check this out, Mr. Philosophy. Hit me. I got a question for you. Uh-oh. What are your thoughts? Okay, it's January 1st again. I like to say that. Happy New Year again, 2018. Yes. So yes. what do you think? We live in California. What are you thinking of this whole new legal legal weed, legal cannabis action? What, what are your thoughts on this? Numero uno, it's about time. Okay. Here, here. No, number two, we should be letting everyone out. Because all cool people say shit like here, here. Oh, yeah, exactly. With your gavel and your, <laughs> your, your wig. So um, I say... Yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> I think they should let every person that's been arrested for legal or for marijuana, they need to let them out of prison as far as long as it's not a, um, uh, you know, a violent offense. Uh, but again, a violent offense, I don't know. I don't even know those situations with that. I just think we should just let them out. Number three, everyone should be careful because we have someone in office. I got to go there again, who has a, you know, his Justice Department is still coming. They still don't believe in it, and he, they're coming. So unless California says you're not coming here, which they have kind of alluded to, um, they're they're there. You know, they say that no, this is a this is a state where things are going to go okay. Now, people like like I said, I went to Humboldt County before it was legal. What a Dude, hipster! Humboldt County had their own rules. And ain't nobody going to tell them nothing. So there are those little pockets where it's just like, I dare you to come into our town and tell us what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. And I wish more towns were like that. But um, I think it's really going to be, I think there's so many health benefits to marijuana that I'm very interested to see what happened. Like, how does this, how does this, um, how does this happen? How does it go forward? And are the people that make these, um, these private practices, quote unquote, or these independent dispensaries, are they going to be able to compete with Walmart of uh, dispensaries when they're able to sell in what, five to seven years? I think they said that they have to, they have the right to sell exclusively for five years or seven, something like that. When Walmart, I'm not fully up on the rules to be honest with, with you, but I, so, but you're saying that you're, you're talking about, just so I know that I'm, I'm with you, you're talking about how when the government gets involved and then they start yes. opening up their own, Cannabis yes. superstores, can is that what you're saying? dispensaries, independent mom and pops, can they beat them? That's the question, dude, because they can sell it for nothing. Walmart will be, able, quote unquote, the Walmart of weed. They'll be able to sell it for nothing, whereas the mom and pops are like, I can't do that. I won't make a profit. And whereas the other big places will be like, we can, because we just sell a trillion of them. 
I think there are still so many like rules and regulations that need to be, you know, instituted that I, I think it, it's obviously the infancy phase, at oh, least yes. for California right now. Everyone's like, we can, we can do this. Oh, cool. Okay. You know, they, they don't, it's still a stigma. It is. Marijuana it is. still has it a is. stigma, yes. you know, and, and it, and, and of course rightfully so too, for instance, people that are in the medical field or something like that, you can't just go out and go to the store just as a novelty and be like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go buy some edibles or something like that. Or, or, you know, buy a big fat bag of weed just because it's, I can, because it's California now, people will still be losing their jobs. Yeah. I imagine that there's going to be random drug checks even more so now. Which freaking sucks. Put it this way. It ain't like people haven't been doing it before. No, that's you know true. What I mean? You just kind of have to keep going with, and you, I guess people just need to kind of go with what they've always that's been going true. with, if that makes any sense. A lot of places are just like, we're not going to open this bag of worms. Because if you open this bag of worms, how many people are you going to get rid of? There's some places that are like, the old yes, don't ask, don't tell. Let, as long as no one gets, you know, they're just going to let it fly. Now, here's my question. With this new legalization, being that it's a, uh, it's not federal, if you go in for a hospital check, say you get into a car accident and they find weed in your system, will you get fired from if you work at a hospital, from that hospital, if they're taking care of you? I would think not. You don't think so? Because that's a HIPAA violation. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe. I mean, that's an assumption. But I would assume that is a, uh, with a with, you know, I would strongly assume that that would be a HIPAA violation. Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. Basically, what that means is that your medical records are your private thing. For instance, working in a, in a, you know, in the medical setting that I work in, if you come in and I'm like, oh, that's Steve. Steve's in the ER right now. I'm going to just look in there in the computer and see what, you know, what's going on with Steve just to be because I'm his buddy and I care about him. That shit doesn't work. You can't even look up your own records in a hospital yeah, setting. Yeah, that's a thing. People I are mean, losing their jobs. One of over your that kind of friends thing. is saying that in certain departments you can. I was like, I don't think we can anywhere. You know, I don't think anyone can touch their own records. Now, but what if Dan, say Dan goes to uh, Fresno Hospital Association. Say you work at Fresno Hospital Association, okay? And okay. you get into a car accident and you're taken to Fresno Hospital Association. They make sure that you're, um, they're checking your blood and they notice that there's drugs in your blood. You were driving. Oh, well, that's, okay, okay. I see what you're saying now. You're talking yeah. about like under the influence. Yeah, but, but I'm like saying... Like if you're under the influence. Yeah, but you're not driving, though. You weren't driving. Say you weren't driving, but you just got hurt and you need to go in there. You had stomach pains. And they check your blood and there's marijuana in your blood. Can Fresno Hospital Administration now fire Dan? I don't think so. Yeah, I really don't think so. Huh? Because that's your privacy. That's your private records right there. And if your private records... And I could be wrong. Please, if someone's hearing I don't me, know. Yeah, I literally don't know. Please correct me. But I really don't think that's the case. Because that's, again, releasing unnecessary information out into the world that doesn't need to be there. You know, I work in a place, we work in a place where you can't leave a form with Steve Hudson's name on it. No, that's true. If you leave it there, that's like a $40,000 fine. Yes. Unless it's gone up for 2018. Purple bags. We had to put purple bags in all the trash cans because we need to know we're just going to incinerate any, anytime it's in a public area, they have to be purple bags because they're just going to incinerate them anyway. Because too many um, patients were leaving uh, their own records in open. I mean, you'd be surprised at what people can do with just a person's medical record information. Oh, I would not be surprised at all, man. That's I true. hear about yeah, that shit all the time. That's, oh, that's true. Yeah, you would actually you know? you would be a person to be like, no, I see it happen. You know, I've yeah. seen that thing happen. But yeah, I, I want to know how this, because look, 
we that is a big plus in 2018, even 2017. We're now at the level of marijuana is on its way down. The marijuana uh, schedule one drugs. It's just gone. It's on its way down. It's on its last heaps, just like um, just like a lot of these people. I'll just leave it at weed. A lot of these terrible things are on its gasping breaths. And on the gasping breaths, it sucks. But this is the last heave. And I guarantee you, I think it's going to get better in 2018. If if anything in 2017 showed me anything, is that people are ready for something else. And they're not going to let things beat them anymore. So I'm, I'm very interested to see how people, like... When I when when hypothetically, what if you know when when family members that I thought were really really conser- conservative as far as Christians and all that stuff, when uh, they start smoking weed, where it's so normal that that happens, that's what I'll know. Oh my gosh, it's happened. They just opened up the gates, and it's not like I'm studying it under a microscope or anything. But if you take someplace like Colorado, oh, they're yeah. not quite there yet, but they're you know they're making a shit ton of money, and it's really helped they their their economy. Call- I mean, $10 million in the first day, right? Something wild like that. We're not I wish I could remember. I wish just, I could remember the name of the... There was a show on Netflix that talked I about that. I remember that show. Oh, yeah, I can't remember I re- it, but it showed that couple that started off and they're like, I have $100,000 and I'm going to go see what happens right here. And they make like a million dollars in their first month. Which is... and But the thing is, here's my thing. And I love my city. I shouldn't even say this. Maybe they will do the Colorado thing. Maybe people are organized enough here to be able to do all that stuff here. But I'm, <laughs> I want, I would love for a Fresno store to do a million a day, or in a, in a week, or in a month. I would love it, but I just haven't heard the hubbub yet. Yeah, I agree. I think they were ready, but you know, there's so many tight rectums in the, in the That's state. That's true. You know, I don't, guns, care, I don't care Republican or Democrat. Yeah, no, I don't care Republican or Democrat. There are some tight rectums in this state for this whatever standing for whatever that they want to stand for. You know what I mean? What, what have you? And it's going to take it's going to take a little uh, loosening, if you will, for people to start working together to actually make something like this happen. Yes. That's what I think. I think and that the, it's going to be it's going to have a stigma, probably at least in this city mm-hmm. for the better part of the year. Oh, for sure. And, and the thing is, here's here's what I know, though. Like, here's the good thing. Like, uh, certain city councils, including ours, voted to be like, yeah, um, they're able to sell it. That's crazy. When would you ever think a Fresno City Council would just be like, yeah, no problem? Starting today. That's insane. Although I wouldn't recommend it because of the weather. You can go outside and you can plant. I don't even know how many plants they're allowing you. But you can plant. You can grow your own cannabis right there. I'm trying to say cannabis instead of marijuana for some reason. I feel like it's, uh, you know, if you start talking about it like it's legit, then maybe people will start embracing it. Does that sound weird? You know, California, uh, now legal weed. Or, you know, California, cannabis is now legal here. Do you know what I'm saying? I think it's all in the presentation, man. It's how you plate that shit. I don't think, well, people aren't from Fresno. Our Our city council normally has been fairly conservative in some of their votes. So when it's on a, and there is a super conservative person on the council. So when it's a unanimous vote that dispensaries could, um, and it says, quote unquote, quote, American marijuana dispensaries and other portions of the medicinal cannabis supply chain could be legal in Fresno. A unanimous vote, dude. When I saw that, I'm like, am I reading this right? Because it didn't seem real. That's how far we came in the, in the, uh, in the span of two years. 
that it's so normal that a city council voted, yes, you can sell weed. How weird is that, bro? I don't think it's that weird at all. That's exactly it. I'm I don't saying from think where they weird. used to be, from where they well, were sure. two years ago. That's sure. Yeah, junk. we've progressed. Yeah, that's which is that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I think it's on its last. I think as far as weed being looked at as terrible, it's now being it's 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 reversing itself a little bit. It's just like that whole cigarette thing. Be, cigarettes being seen as good took a turn, and they're like, okay, see, cigarettes being seen as a good thing took a downslide fairly quickly. I think the opposite is happening for marijuana. We're just at that spot like they were when they were having like the the prohibition. And this is not new ground. I mean, the people in California were having, excuse me, people in Colorado were having these same conversations, you know what I mean? But right now yes. we're kind of at that point where they just, they just loosened the reins. Yes. That's what huge. do we do? We're all stepping out and seeing what we can and can't get away with right now. And I think that this year is going to be a year of growth and education. Mm-hmm. Literally. And, you know, and hopefully some enlightenment on this here. I think that it's still deemed, there are still conservative people out there that think that cannabis is a, like heroin or cocaine or that it's actually killing people. And we all know it's not, you know? And so it's, it's just a matter of getting a lot of the older old fashioned people out of office and some more progressive younger people that have a, it's it's coming. coming. It's going to get there. This next year is going to be a bloodbath. And I think a lot of people, and the thing is, New people are going to run and win. (laughs) And I think they're going to kind of get in and be like, what do we do now? (laughs) Like, if you put, if you jump in, you could probably win this next year. If you just jump in, if you've ever thought of running for office, you will probably win if the right letter's in front of your name in in this next year. However, the hard thing is, what are you going to do then? And I think it's going to be a bloodbath of, and these young people are going to come in. And my thing for marijuana is, um, I think they really should have people my uh, in dispensaries that actually say, hey, and because it's not going to kill you, but it's like, if you don't want to be sick, I would recommend you taking this much. So kind of walk them through, kind of be like, all right, what are you looking for? Because somebody might, you know, go in there, buy a bunch, get sick, puke all over the place, and be like, I'm mm-hmm. never doing it again. Exactly. Whereas you bring if up they a super said, good point. Yeah, whereas if someone was like, Hey, you're there to come in like, I'm buying everything. If someone would be like, you know what? I would love you to spend all your money in my wonderful establishment. However, is this your first time? You know, where they can kind of slow them down. Like, well, how about this? Why don't you make sure you just take a half of this thing? And if it works for you, come back in a week. That's what you need in these stores because people are brand new. You make an excellent point, dude, because you know? that's the thing is that people are going to do stupid shit at first. Oh, now, dude. again, right now, there are people, I guarantee you, there are people, where is our nearest dispensary? I think it's like Riverdale is what I was yeah. reading, because I was curious to see how far out someone would have to drive for something like that if they don't yeah. have, say, a medical marijuana like, license or something. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you're going to have those people that are first time. They're going to do that. That's the mentality of this city. You know, you open up a Krispy Kreme. Oh, and you over. literally you literally have people camping out. Mm-hmm. That tells us what kind of city, a small city we live in, but camping out for a fucking Krispy Kreme. So make no mistake. There are people that are out there right now or have already left this left the place that spent way too much money on this stuff. And they're going to go home and they're just going to do it to it. They're going to fucking eat way too many edibles because they taste good. And they're going to wake up like two days from now. You know, or they're going to call. There's going to be a lot of calls yes. to, the, to 911 tonight. Guaranteed. There's going to be a lot of 911 I'm calls. I'm sick. I'm puking. This I think I'm dying. Right. I think yes. I'm dying. Yeah. Yes. You know, gonna... I'll tell you a story. 
Go for it. This is why I think that, and, and anyway, I didn't want to take away from what you were saying, but I think that that is a very good thing to have at a place like that. Someone that can orient you into something. So you're not making these mistakes because believe you me, man, these mistakes are going to be, they're going to be tallied. You know, as soon as, as soon as we start getting people calling in 911 or having someone end up in the hospital for whatever reason, it's just going to be one more, this, see, this is why California, that's why we didn't do these things. You know, it's, it's guaranteed to happen. But if you have someone there that can actually orient them into this and kind of give them, you know, they're going to start, um, what's the word? They're testing now. It's like, you have to test starting January 1st today. You have to test your product. Anything that's, that's grown or produced in, I was just reading this actually, uh, anything that's grown or produced in California in 2018 and, you know, for, for the rest of the time has to be tested. And that's a good thing. Because these things are, you know, some of this shit is no joke. I mean, it is not, it ain't your mama's weed. Not that your mom smoked weed, Steve. I'm just saying. Yeah, I it, mean, yeah, of course not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, I think that, what, you saying your mom smoked weed? I don't, you know what? Here's what I'll say. If she did, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, mind. I don't want to even put it out there being like, heck no, mama. You know what? I want to make it a normal, if your mother does, don't make it weird, ladies, because this is we are actually a good reason for it to go critical mass. If everyone acts normal, <laughs> if everyone just, just be cool, just be cool. Don't be like, what? Such and such. Smoke. Don't even do that, <laughs> because then people are like, oh, it's still a weird thing. Do your part to make it normal. Normalize it. So people are like, oh, well, yeah, that's dope. Anyway, move on to the next subject. How does she like it? What's her favorite strain? These are things that can normalize it. I'll tell you what, there's certain people around me in my circle that normalized it for me. I would have never expected that they did this. You know what I'm saying? And that's that made me think, okay, so you're not crazy to do this thing. I think once, you know, people in office see that or have friends that, which they do, they do. They're just putting on a front. But the more oh, people that—that's why the—that's why the council made it go through because everyone has a friend that's just like that guy's a doctor. He's not crazy. So yeah, this is just this whole thing is ridiculous. But if your circle is a bunch of, uh, you know, people that think that it's a, you know, it's the equivalent of heroin, yeah, you're never going to get out of that, um, you know, spiral. But if you can kind of influence people, I think this is a really good start, dude. I'm really excited, actually. I was going to tell you something regarding what I was saying oh, yeah, about yeah, you know, yeah, regulation. Yeah. I was going to tell you a story as a good for like, for instance, or for example, this is what could happen. I'm going to give you one of my stories actually from back in the day. Now this was a long ass time ago, a long time ago, but I remember I was hanging out with some friends. I wasn't married yet or anything like that. Not that that even matters, but I'm just that would like put you at around my, 13 years old then. That was about 12 to be honest. No, I was, I don't know. I was probably like. 1920 okay. right around there somewhere and I had never tried any kind of edible before so you know it wasn't like you could just call up like a because now you can just get it delivered like pizza you know what I mean <laughs> but that's not the way it was back then so I was hanging out with some people and they were like down with the they're they're kind of hippies I guess you could say would be a word for it but they were making this at their house it really they could have been anybody but these people were a little on the hippie side but they were making this at their house and they had very very strong pot and so I'm, you know, I'm there just enjoying the company, but I'm smelling the smell come from the kitchen and it smelled weird. I remember it smelling for some reason it smelled like fried chicken to me, but I was like, what is this? They told us what they were doing. And then by the time that they were actually done baking their brownies, I was already smashed, like just from j just drinking and having a good time. But 
as some people will tell you, when you get a little hammered, especially when you're drinking, you want to get, you want to eat. So I went and they were like, just have at it, go for it. I had no prior experience with this whatsoever. And I'm not making any of this up. So, uh, I was just sitting there and you, we've all seen this dude at the party. That's just hovering over the chips. You know what I'm talking about? That guy's all yes. fucked up, just hovering yes. over the chips. That was me that night, but it was I was hovering over brownies. I'm like, man, these are really good. These are really good. Just rah, 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 just tearing them up. Couldn't tell you how many I ate because I was that smashed. So the next day, I remember I was going to meet up with friends. We were going to go to the, the Fresno State game, and I think it started at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And <laughs> so I wake up, and... I'm like way foggy, way like I just I could not get myself together. I was like dumb. I couldn't have a normal thought in my head, but I knew that I had to get up to go to this game. So I get up, I get showered and crawling through and everything, you know, like just like going through the motion of trying to get myself dressed and and be cognitive. And uh, I was living with my parents at the time and they go, uh, they're like, hey, where are you going? I said, oh, I'm getting ready to go here, man. I'm going to the Fresno State game. They're like, what? Now, there's two sides of this disturbing story. The first part was, they're like, what? What are you talking about? I go, I'm going to the Fresno State game. It's almost four. I'm going to go to the game. They're like, that was yesterday. So I literally, (laughs) I literally slept an entire day. Dude. From eating that. Now, here's the, here's, that's disturbing, right? Here's the more disturbing part. Why the fuck didn't they check on me, Steve? You ever wonder about that? Wow, that's interesting. Like, if your kid doesn't, doesn't wake up that day. You're just going to be like, ah, he must be tired, right? You're just going to, I'm going to go back to doing what I'm doing. They didn't even check on me, man. I'm going to go ahead and offer a possible theory. What's that? What if they did and you didn't remember? You know what? I was going to say that that very well could be. That could be it. Because (laughs) it's very true. But again, he's not coming out of his room. (laughs) You know, we checked on him and he was like, just blah, blah, blah. He said some kind of crazy babble talk. I would be that would raise a concern for me, but then again, they didn't think like that. My parents didn't smoke weed or anything. But even more so, I'd be I would be then I would be thinking like maybe we should get him to the hospital. Maybe something's wrong, you know? I yeah, I mean that's I know if my son slept all. How old were you? Twelve? No, dude, oh. no, I was like nineteen. Oh well, if my son slept all day, if I was gone, mo- like if I was doing stuff all the time. I don't think it would even register because by nineteen, you're not as hovery as you were at 12, 13. You don't even wreck. Sometimes they're just in their room. <laughs> You're not even thinking about it. You're like, you know what? I sure haven't seen such and such all day. That's interesting. But you know, you got a good, you have you a good point because I've actually, I live that situation every day now. See, I don't never know when the hell my kid's going to come out of his room. You I know? guarantee if, 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 um, I'm not going to say her name, but your queen, if she came up to be like, Hey, when's the last time you saw your son out of your, out of his room? You'd have to think back. And there will be days where you're like, you know what? I've been gone, but I'm sure he came out. But you don't know. You were doing stuff all day. <laughs> uh, her name's Gail. I appreciate the confidentiality. Oh, but right. It's not like I haven't said her name a million times on this show. Oh, already, actually, so. I, I didn't know. I just don't like to put, uh, you know. That's okay. That's all right. I, I won't just... say any names. <laughs> so what is yeah, you guys' hey, name together? What's that? What is you guys? Is it what? What is your name together? Like, is it Dale? Oh, you're talking about like Brangelina or something yeah. like that? I don't well, think we have, be? you know what we both have? Huh. Well, I, I my name's Daniel, but I go by Dan and she's Gail. So really Dale, Daniel, it don't sound good. There's no, Daniel? there's no, we, no, it ain't happening. Don't start this. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, don't fucking say Daniel to me. 
I'm not down like that. I don't oh want to play that game. Oh my gosh, G, hold on. Well, there has to be another. What is it then? Let's see. I don't know if you can even really yeah. do it with with one syllable names. What does she? Is that her full first name? Her full first name is Gail. Yeah, G A I L. Gail. I think That's we lucked hard, out, dude. I think we lucked out. I think your only option is Daniel, and that shit is not happening. Or Danielle. But that's Danielle? a girl's name. Danielle. That's an actual girl's name, though. No. Dang, I'll, be I'll ponder it. Since yeah, I'm, hey, work on it. If you can come up with something groovy, man. Because Daniel we'll does not sound good. No, it just and doesn't roll off the tongue. it's not enough of her name to make it a thing. Because um, y'all need Ganathan? a name together. <laughs> you could call us Ganathan. I'll Ganathan give you that. would be actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> but only you. Only that you, That is really, really good. So, uh, You ready to roll into this main part, sir? I think so. Anything else that we need to cover? I was just, you know what? It was nice to kind of do the little warm up pre show thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm lubricated. I have to give a shout out to uh, everyone that's listening to this pregame. Thank you. We see the numbers, and every single one of you, when we hit critical mass, you were the only reason it happened. You were the only reason. You gave us a shot of a small podcast that um, started out of nowhere and it came off something that had nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. And some of you just gave us a shot and stuck with us. So for every single one of you guys that especially the ones, the ladies and gentlemen that, that listened to this pregame before the actual podcast, thank you so very much. And we will never, ever, 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 ever be able to thank you enough. Thank you. That is so real. Seriously, man. Because, hey, you're real quick. Let me let me be a little more real for just a second. Go for here. it. Go for it. Because I'm going to tell you guys something that I kind of kind of hint on the podcast, on, on Heroes of Noise. I hint at it. But it is something that my crazy brain thinks about all the time. See, we have this other show called The Word, the Unofficial Preacher Podcast. And it's seasonal, you know? So we don't really do anything, even though we lied to our, our listeners and said that we were going to, Steve. And I do think that we owe them something eventually here. Yeah, eventually, yeah. You know, something. Uh-huh. Uh, throw wait. a shilling. Yeah, something. Yeah, no. <laughs> so fucking sarcastic. We um, made me forget what I was going to say. I was just going to say that, you know, we saw growth with that one in 2017. And that was awesome. And it was, you know, it just took a couple of, I don't know what, what exactly it was that fired it off like that. But for us, where we were, which was kind of like where we are now with Heroes of Noise, it jumped considerably. We had a lot of you know social interaction on Twitter and voicemails, and the, the, we had an email at least once you know a week to read, and and that would made it so much fun. So right now I'm going through this like weird insecurity thing of like are we are we are we really affecting anyone? I'm not asking you guys to you know write in and say yeah you, we, we're with you buddy or you know don't give up nothing like that. I don't feel like giving up. But let me tell you what when we do hit this critical mass, I look forward to, if we hit this critical mass, I should say. I look forward to looking back and seeing like where we were and how insecure I was feeling about this show at this particular time. I look forward to 2018 because I, you know, I'm crazy when it comes to like production, trying to be a better producer and trying to do better shows and get better content. You know, that's something I think about constantly. So I'm very, very much looking forward to seeing where we are at the end of the year compared to where we are now. And we really, really hope that you guys come along with us. And like Steve said, thank you very much for the people that are listening to this. You don't need to listen to this. You're doing it because you want to. And thank you so much. Very, very, very much. Uh, I'm going to buy you a drink if I see you out in the street. There you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Love y'all. I fucking fizzed. That fizzled so bad at the end <laughs> no, right it there. No, it did not. No, it did not. No, it did not. No, we're, we're letting this in. 
You got to leave that fizzled out in in there. I'm not cutting it. I'm not All cutting right. it. All right. In three. My, my emotions just got the best of me real quick. So on to the next. We're going to start the first show of 2018 right now. And uh, we'll see you all in a bit. Peace.